Hello everybody and welcome. I don't normally do this, but I'm just going to have a little chat with you and give you an update about what's been happening with the show. So, we've done about over 70 shows now, if that's if you include the Back to Front shows where I was interviewed. We're now filming the Back to Back shows, which I haven't heard yet, which is exciting. This is two guests talking to each other. Two of my favourite guests, I've picked a few. But yeah, lots of fun things happening. I've got lots of news to tell you about, and I'm going to tell you where the show's going now as well. So, I've been in talks with, I can't give too much away, but in talks with various companies about where this show goes and possibly on other platforms. Very excited about that. I've got some amazing guests coming on. You won't believe the guests I've got coming on, actually, but yeah, I think like we're going into fifth gear now, and... They say with a video podcast that generally you need to be get between 40 and 70 shows, really. That's when you really start to gain some momentum. So that's where we are now. So, And just this last week, it's it's starting to happen. You want to see who we've got on the next show as well. So very excited. I've also now, we're in a position where I'm discussing sponsorship. Now, again, these are all just conversations. They may happen, they may not happen. I don't know at this stage, but... Very exciting times. Just to be having these conversations is good. If anybody out there wants to be involved in the show from a sponsorship perspective and they do something that I think is in line with what we do, which is helping people, then I'd be very interested to talk to you as well. Although I'm talking to some companies now, the door's open, so we'll see where that goes. If anybody wants to come on this show, I can't accommodate everybody. Um, There's... Too many people and not enough time, but I'll do my best. The key thing for me with this show now, which was integral to what we were doing right from the very offset, was to make this show diverse. The radio show has a general theme and it's spirituality. This show, although not exclusively spiritual, nearly always ends up being that way because most people, if you're inspirational, have found a way of experience joy and bliss in life, you know, some degree of mastery. And so a lot of these people have had problems previously and then they've figured stuff out and are now doing very, very well and are happy. I started off, had a nervous breakdown and then I started to teach meditation. I then went on to do the radio show, this video podcast, became an author, ultra runner, Ironman, all of these things. But when I started to teach meditation, that was really when I was setting off on my journey uh, this this part of my journey, the part that I'm proud of, that I feel good about, that feels helping people. And Mina and Tahir have always been very kind to me. They've been very good to me. They're beautiful people. They help people with the care homes, with the foster agency, with the products, the food. They're just beautiful people. And I'm very lucky as you go through life to meet couples like this, people like this on my journey and very very grateful to them because when I first started teaching meditation, I taught all over the Northwest and did many venues, art galleries, cafes, lots of different venues. And Mina and Tahir let me use the room upstairs in 8020 for free. Now, I still didn't make any money out of anything I did. I actually always lost money. But because I didn't pay for the venue, it helped me cover the costs. They were very accommodating. We had a great relationship and those classes just went through the roof and we did some of the talks and workshops there with, you know, 70, 80 people in. And the place was booming. There was nowhere to park. He couldn't get in the door. It was wonderful. And that's all thanks to Mina and Tahir. So very grateful and sending you both a lot of love. I'd just like at this point to say as well, I want to thank all the guests that have been on the show so far. I've been very lucky. Had some beautiful people. At one point, I drove this machine to try and find guests and I realised I let the universe take over and the guests just kept coming and coming and each time I was delighted and surprised. Key thing with this show is diversity. I want this show to be diverse. That means I've recently done a show, um, a trans show. I've got somebody on the next show which is very exciting and I've had a rapper, I've had you know, activists on here. I've had a medical herbalist, if that's the right term, naturist, mushroom expert, you name it. 
beautiful people on this show. My friend Wesley, um, former soldier who had PTSD, is on a spiritual path. Liam Brown, who's now completely and utterly in my fold, beautiful man. And through Liam, I've met Paris, I've met Abby, I've met Samantha. All these people have come on my show via that tribe, you know, that community. So I'm very lucky there as well. Anyway, this show, I feel, is really taking off now. And I just wanted to say a massive thank you to everybody. If you didn't watch this show, it wouldn't be where it is now. And I hope I am trying my best to send out peace and love in the only way I know how, and that's to talk. This vehicle that presented itself to me, that we created as well, you know, there's a lot of hard work gone into it. I feel very blessed, very blessed and very grateful. If there's people out there that were going to come on the show at one point or that I haven't spoken to yet, my apologies. I do do my best. I film probably four days a week now. And the other days I try and squeeze everything else in. Up until about three weeks ago, I was working seven days a week. I've now gone to six days a week. And I think it's important to factor that in. The early starts are still there, but I'm trying not to work too late and not working Sundays now. Sundays have become sacred again. And my best day of the week is Sunday, and I spend that with Willow, and we're in bliss on that day. So, yeah, things have started. Things have sort of all fallen into place. But, yeah, a big thank you to everybody. Massive thank you to Mina and to Hia, who have been a big part of my journey. The simple rule is this. If somebody comes on this show and they promote the book or the products or the events they're doing, it's because it's relevant to their journey. That's all. So up to this point, not been paid for anything. I just wanted to make that clear as well. And finally, a little message. I've still got, still have occasionally, trolls, people that don't put nice messages. I've become completely fine with that. And in some ways... It's not such a terrible thing. I see it as when you're making a big enough noise, when you're emitting a frequency and sending it out there, especially if it's a very nice one and it doesn't match other people's frequency, it makes them uncomfortable. Some people take to social media. But those messages now, they don't bother me. If you feel you need to do that, that's fine too. It's okay. In fact, everything's okay. It's all in divine order and it's just a dream. I hope you enjoy this next show. Watch this space because there's some really amazing guests coming on this show. Some big names. It's not always about that factor, though. Some people aren't as well known, but they have an amazing story and they have a beautiful energy. And those people, just as important. Everybody on this show gets a voice to say what they want. I think we've created a, a platform here and it helps people in, in the way that I know how, which is to let people talk, to tell their story, to share their experience so that we can learn from it, we can laugh about it, and maybe one day we'll all be floating around in bliss, but certainly factoring bliss into every day to becoming peaceful human beings, having a sustainable rhythm and enjoying life. I'd also just like to say a massive thank you to one man in particular, and that is to No Crook in the house. Yes, Noel, you've been incredible. As you and I know, it's been a, how shall we say, emotional. The journey we've been on up to this point, but you keep bouncing back and you do an amazing job. You are integral to this show. You're the, the main man. You're an audio visual guy. You are the video editor. And without you, this wouldn't be possible. And I'm very glad you're on board. And I also think that after we've had a chat and you know my vision and where this show's going to go, I think it's going to be incredible. Really, really glad you've been part of this journey and that you are part of the journey now. If all we do with this show is give people a voice and it helps them, possibly helping others that watch it, and, you know, it, it doesn't make money or anything like that, which I think it will, but if it doesn't, it's, it's a good thing, it's a great platform, and I benefit... My life is amazing. I feel so lucky with the people that I have around me and the things that I'm able to do and the fact that I can follow my dharma. 
and the fact that I experience joy and bliss every day and the fact that I've learned a lot of skills upon the way, you know, things when I am, don't have good days, I'm able to fix myself pretty quickly now. You know, I remember what's important, focus on that, move towards the light and life's got a whole lot easier. We'll just keep doing what we're doing and I'm going to keep striving towards my vision. I have big plans, big plans. The people that I tell 10% of my plans to probably think my heads are in the cloud a bit and I'm, you know, a bit airy-fairy, but I'm 10 steps ahead of that and I have a, a great vision and I'm very driven. Hope you enjoy this show. I had a right laugh. Watch the extras at the end. Me and Mina just have a, a five, ten-minute laugh-a-thon. It's brilliant. Hello everybody and welcome. This is the Midnight McBride Show, show number 66. And this show is called Mina's Ayurvedic Health. And there's a good reason for that. And I have the founder of Formulate Health. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. The founder of Formulate Health, Mina Khan. Yay! Hey Mina. Hi. Hi. So we go back quite a long way, Mina, over the last few years. And yes. I became friends with yourself and to here. You did at one point, you had a restaurant called 8020. Yep. I used to go there nearly every day for my green warrior smoothie and also my falafel wrap, which you made as well. Uh, and it was delicious. But I also taught meditation there as well. You had a room upstairs. You're very kind. You let me use the room and started off quite small doing little classes. And then the classes actually, they grew and grew. And we had some there where there was... I don't know, about 70 people yep. plus in, something yeah, like definitely. that. We filled it yeah. Yeah, we did. a couple of times, <laughs> you know, and uh, that was great. And it was a beautiful place, but you've moved on from that now. You're doing other things. Yes. So anybody who watches this show knows what we do. We go through somebody's life journey. We talk about how they arrived in this present moment. And we always say that your past doesn't define you. It's just the view on your journey to this present moment. But I think it's really important to talk about how people arrived here, their journey, because then it shows why they do what they do quite yeah. often. Yeah. Mina, we'll start at the beginning. And you were born in Bradford. Yes, um, I was born in Bradford, an only child. I lived uh, with my grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins. So it was uh, quite a busy household. Yeah. And I think in your show notes, when we had a chat about it, yeah. you said that this is, you started cooking at a very young age because yeah. the cooking was left to you. That's right. Uh, my parents had a shop, so they were out of the house from early morning till late at night. So a lot of the cooking was left up to myself and my cousins. And what were you cooking at this point? Are we, oh, what kind of food? Lots of lentil curries and vegetable curries. Oh, uh, but mainly the, <laughs> yeah, I was only 10 years old, so I started quite young. I was making almost 40 little chapatis, yeah. the Gujarati chapatis, uh, 40 of those every day with my cousin. Are you from Gujarati? Yes, uh, my family are from Gujarat in India. Right, yeah, I've been to Gujarati. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. I went there with a friend of mine, Nirad Patak. We were shooting a movie and yeah. we went to Mumbai first and then we went down to Gujarati and the hustle and bustle was less. The people that we encountered didn't have very much, but they were so happy. Yeah. It was a beautiful place. Yeah, well, I went with my children last year. Right. And that it was their first time in India, and they loved it. Yeah. It's like India without all the noise, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very quiet. Lots of farm, lots of farmland. Uh, my family are farmers. Right. So they uh, grow a lot of um, like things like mango and uh, vegetables. And, yeah, so it was, it was, it was nice. Yeah. There's a big gap then before you went to college because you studied pharmacy, didn't you? Yes. So would, are you or were you a chemist? Yes. Right. Yeah. You studied pharmacy, Mina, but you did it in Sunderland. Yes. So was this your first time where you, I'm assuming you're in like, I don't know, halls of residence or you've got a shared house and <laughs> your first time away from the family, having your own space? Yes, it was my first time of uh, leaving home. Party! <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Well, that's what I did. Anyway, 
And this is where you studied pharmacy. So yes. is that a degree? Yes. Yeah, it was, what would be the title of the degree? Uh, it was a Bachelor of Science um, in, in pharmacy. Oh, so it's just pharmacy, yeah, not pharmacy. chemistry and then on no, to no, pharmacy. No. pharmacy. Okay. And then from that, what happens then? Did you then go to work as a chemist then yeah. or do you train? What happens? Yeah, I had three years at university and then um, I did a year training in Manchester right. for the court pharmacy. How come you picked Sunderland? Through clearing I did the same. <laughs> I did up in Sheffield. I had to, I had no idea where Sunderland was. <laughs> I had to look it up on the map where Sunderland. I was the same. I'd applied for various colleges, and I just had to go where they'd have me. Yeah, you know yeah. that was how well, I that was, in, um, you know. Yeah, that's that's the only place that would have me. I I did very well in sort of GCSEs and all levels and things like yeah. that. And when I was studying, I did some exams early before my time, so I did all levels at like I think I did a couple at like fourteen. Then the GCSEs came in, all going great. Then I discovered partying and <laughs> high expectations for me levels all went out the window and I just sort of scraped a yeah. couple of crappy ones and managed yeah. to get in a university. But <laughs> I didn't fulfil my potential, I don't think, but I was having a good time. So yeah. this is where Tahir appears. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so you met Tahir at Sunderland or after? Yes, at Sunderland University. He was um, there as well. A professor. <laughs> no. well, he's got a beard now, hasn't he? His big he long has, beard. Yeah. Yeah, what did he call it? His lockdown beard. Yeah, yeah his lockdown beard. Uh, but no, yeah, we met um, at university. Right, right. And was it, you know, this beautiful romance? And mm, yeah. You've got to say yes, but you're going to get in trouble. He followed me around. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't give up. <laughs> Persistent. So you then. You're working in Manchester, so yes. yeah, I'm assuming you relocate, then you come to Manchester. Yeah, I um, got my training sort of year in uh, with a co-op in Manchester, so uh, Bolton was the cheapest place to rent. Right. So, <laughs> so we ended up in Bolton. Right, right. Yeah, as a Boltonian, most of my life, I say that, I've, I've lived in all sorts of places, yeah. but I always end up back in Bolton, you know, where I was born. And, yeah, I think student accommodation here, or certainly, you yeah, know, if you're definitely. starting off, it's a good place to start, isn't it? It is. You said then, Mina, that when you started off working as a, a pharmacist, you were dispensing 800 prescriptions a day, something, something oh, akin yeah. to that. It was a very busy pharmacy where I was working, and it was just a, a whole day of just doing prescriptions. It was... It was a strange chemist. It was um, so I, I spent most of my time just in the dispensary. There was a little hatch where the prescriptions came in, so we got all the prescriptions ready, and then the little hatch where they went out. So it's a bit like McDonald's, right, like yeah. they were coming in a one side and pharmacy. a drive-through pharmacy. How does it work? Because if you go and work at a chemist yes. and you are qualified pharmacist, yes. at this point, do do you have to sort of? train initially or do you just go straight yeah, in and no, you're running the show? one year was training with alongside a pharmacist. Right. So you find so, your feet a bit? Yes, yeah, for right. a year of... Um, and 800 prescriptions a day. The thing is, with a pharmacist working in a chemist, you, you can't really get them wrong, can you? You've got no. to get them right. <laughs> so high turnover's great, but... Yeah, it was a, quite a very high-pressure job. Yeah. What's a community pharmacist? Is that a term for something or do you just mean it was a pharmacist that was in the community? Yeah, just uh, working in the community in retail pharmacy. Yeah. I've done the numbers and you said you worked as a pharmacist for 20 years. So I know how old you are. <laughs> not in, in my not, 50s. <laughs> yeah, not all is as it appears. <laughs> you certainly don't look your age anyway. Yes. Thank you. Okay, you didn't receive that compliment well then, did you? No. You just have to look away, I'm giving you know, a big compliment. I know, you, know. you actually tried going grey, I mentioned this because my partner, Willow, has now full grey, you know. Yeah. And I think a lot of women initially when lockdown happened because, you know, they couldn't get their hair done or whatever, decided, I'm going to go grey. My partner, Willow, decided she was going grey and you get to a certain point then and I think everybody... 
you have a bit of a wobble and she stuck with it and now she's fully grey and it's, I think it's beautiful, yeah. you know, but I know you got so far and then changed your mind, didn't you? Yeah, I changed my mind, but it is definitely something I will go back to. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always say to Willow that it's, it's uh, narrowboat training, yeah. you know, because we want to live on a narrowboat at some point. And so I tell her to get, you know, get used to wearing tracksuit bottoms, yeah. your hair grey, you know, and just be comfortable being yeah. you. You've got two children, haven't you, Mina? Aisha and Dan. And Dan, as in a male Dan or a female Dan? A male Dan. A male Dan. So Dan's a boy and Aisha's a girl. A girl. And how old are they? 26 and 24. Aisha's 26 and Dan is 24. Are you sure? <laughs> I am sure <laughs> because I do tend to forget. <laughs> I, I'm asking you this because you've recently been in a, a magazine, haven't you? Yes. Which yeah. magazine was it? In the Woman and Home magazine. And what uh, did yeah. you get I, wrong? Yeah, I told them my son was 24 and he was actually 23 at the time. Ah, so you got So, it yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I have to think. I have to think about how old I am. Well... Did it go into print with the wrong age as no, well? No, no. By the time it went to print, he was 24, so <laughs> <Yeah>. it was okay. <laughs> You're like, Mom! <laughs> Bloody hell, Mom! I know, I know. You mentioned, I can't pronounce it, but the, the term you use when you give birth to both your children. Tell us what the term is. Preeclampsia. What's that? It's high blood pressure during pregnancy, and it is fairly common in uh, pregnancy, uh, but... Obviously, I hadn't come across um, the term before it actually happened to me. And I was only 25 at the time. I think I was 25. Again, my ages are terrible. But um, it was my first pregnancy. And I just went for a routine checkup. And my blood pressure was ridiculously high. So they just literally, the doctors just brought me a wheelchair and wheeled me straight into a ward and I wasn't allowed to leave. I was 28 weeks pregnant at the time right? and I ended up having Aisha at 30 weeks so she was 10 weeks early. Right. So a very premature baby only weighing the same as a bag of sugar. Yeah you mentioned in your notes that you'd used natural remedies growing up. Yes. So your family, I'm assuming, which we're going to get to as well, we're going to talk about Ayurvedic herbs, spices, treatments, medicines, things like this. We'll, we'll talk about that. But with the condition that you had, the high blood pressure, did you then have, you know, remedies that you could use for this? Or At the time, I just, uh, the doctors just gave me sort of regular medication to bring my blood, blood pressure down. Growing up, I have always used natural remedies. My spice tin was my medicine cupboard. Yeah. Uh, I remember as a child having a cough and being given pieces of ginger to put in my mouth <laughs> to stop me coughing. Just yeah. little bits of ginger dipped in salt. We have a lot of turmeric, cumin, ginger these are things yeah. we have in almost every meal we eat yes. you know we have yeah. them all the time at home yeah yeah so uh, yeah so i was i mean i've been i mean both cho- both my children had turmeric instead of having antibiotics whenever they had a cough or a cold the use that they i always gave them some turmeric powder with some black pepper and honey yeah and that would just sort their cough and cold out within a few days we generally at home now on a sunday every other sunday we'll all make a big pan of food and we usually chili a black bean chili it's beautiful and she'll put uh turmeric cumin ginger uh, a lot of garlic as well goes in and stuff but i is it cayenne pepper or cayenne pepper yes cayenne pepper i have mountains of that I'm pouring with sweat, I've got my eyeballs are sweating and, and I go really like warm, but it I don't know what it does to me, but I feel fantastic when I've had it, you know. It raises my body temperature. I think it removes... It probably keeps you very slim as well, Patrick. Well, possibly, yeah. But the chilli itself as well, I mean, yeah. I like food that, you know, low carbs, doesn't feel heavy after you've eaten it, and it's 
goes through your body quite easily, shall we say. I'm assuming then, Mina, that at this point you've got your children, so you you have to take a break from being a pharmacist at this point. So you're you're a mum now. Yes. But you mentioned that you helped your husband with his business. Yes. So what was that? We have um, care homes and a fostering agency. So I uh, gave medication training to the foster carers and the staff on just how to take medicines and how to use medicines safely. Yeah. So that's something I did instead of working in retail pharmacy. Yeah. I've had Lisa who was the manager, I think, at the foster agency. Yes. And she'd been on the radio with me. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with Lisa. I really got on with her, yeah. I didn't know this until we were preparing for this show, but you'd already had a, a spice business previously. Yes. Yes, one spice, is that right? Just one spice. Just one spice. Yeah. Tell us about that. What was that company doing? Well, I put different spices together uh, to make vegetarian curries or fish curries and it was just a a blend of freshly ground spices so you could literally just open a packet and follow a recipe and make a chicken curry or a fish curry or a vegetable curry using pre-ground fresh spices so just different spice blends you did that for a while did you a few years a few years i used to go to markets to sell them it was very cold cold and a lot of the time very rainy and wet in all all types of weather but it was enjoyable I've met a lot of people I went to Norfolk uh, and uh, met um, a company called Mr Hughes and they uh, make their own cold pressed rapeseed oil and at the time I wanted to have some flavoured oils so I uh, made a garam masala oil using cold pressed rapeseed oil uh, with Mr Hughes and they it was yeah it was amazing I did a cumin oil as well with the cumin seeds and cumin extract and the cold pressed rapeseed oil so did some of your family you mentioned grow some of the spices. Yes, my family grow uh, turmeric in India. So every year I have fresh ground turmeric from India right. posted over to me. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I remember at 8020 you'd get some yeah. stuff sent over. Yeah, yeah so I, I, I always use fresh spices. I freshly grind everything. I freshly grind my cumin, coriander. I make my own garam masala mix. And this is what I was selling, and it was very popular. I still get people ringing me up asking if I have any of the spice mixes left. Yeah. Do you still so, make it for yourself? For myself, yeah. and I do give a lot of my spices away to friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about Boot Out Breast Cancer, Mina, because you're actually a trustee of this charity, aren't you? I was on the committee ah, right. at the time okay. that I was doing the Just One Spice, and I used a lot of the spices to um, host cookery demos and also auction off dinner parties uh, for boot out breast cancer as well. Right. These cooking demos, did you do them at people's houses? Were they raffled off, auctioned? What, how yeah. did it work? Well, I did the cookery demos at my house. So I'd invite up to 50 people in my kitchen you must have a big kitchen. Yeah, it was um it was it was a very packed kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so I made things like chicken tikka masala, um a lot of vegeta- vegetarian curries as well. And everyone just paid 5 pounds towards boot, boot up breast cancer and yeah, had a meal as well. Learned how to make the curry. I uh, gave a talk about the health benefits of all the spices that I was using and, yeah, and had a good time. Yeah. And raised a lot of money. Yeah, you raised money for equipment for the hospitals. Is yes. That, is that right? Yeah, yeah. that's... Um, Very admirable, yeah. And, yeah, I'm assuming everybody got a bit a bit of food at the end as well yes. to try it. Yeah. Yes, How come you picked that particular charity, Mina? Is it close to your heart for any reason? Is it... Oh, a friend of mine, uh, Debbie Dowie, uh, at the time, uh, she actually suffered with breast cancer. Yeah. 
and she set up the charity, uh, Boot Out Breast Cancer. Yeah. And I, my, my son was in the same class as um, Debbie's son, so yeah. I got involved as well. And so I was on the committee from the beginning. Right, right. So I did speak to Debbie a while ago, probably going back six months ago, something like that. And she was at one point hopefully going to come on this show, but then it, it, it didn't happen, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still hooked up with her on LinkedIn, I think, and a couple of other things. Yeah. yeah. This part of your journey next, Mina, is, is where I appear. Yay. And you started with 80-20. That's right. Yeah. yeah. This is actually not far from here in Bolton, just near McDonald's, isn't it? Yeah. On Water Meetings Road, down yes. the corner, yeah. Blackburn Road. Yes. And did amazing food. And you, this was your business, wasn't it? So Yes, yeah. I, um, I've always loved cooking and um, it was um, a case of combining my love of cooking with all the spices to create a menu that was healthy, nutritious and full of flavour. So it wasn't just curries, it was uh, using spices and fresh herbs to make um, my own peri-peri mix. So we had peri-peri, Portuguese peri-peri, Jamaican jerk. We did a satay sauce. And falafels. Falafels. Yeah. I <laughs> so literally was, had a falafel every day for quite a few months. I know. I, know. I was losing weight at the <laughs> same time. Patrick's here again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was addicted, I think. I, I mean, when, there's very few foods that I would say that I become obsessive about and addicted to. Yeah. And that was one of them. I just could not stop eating them. I loved them. Yeah. Yeah. And you did this green warrior smoothie or something, yes. which, again, was delicious. And, and all incredibly healthy food as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to... All the ingredients that we used at the restaurant were healthy. So I carried on using my Mr. Hughes cold-pressed rapeseed oil, Himalayan pink salt, the freshly ground spices. Everything was... The food was exactly how I would have it at home. Yeah. I think you had a spin-off thing as well where various athletes would come and you had these sort of pre-made meals, didn't you? So yes. you'd have, you could come and buy like a month's worth of food, yeah, put it in your did. freezer, all the meals ready, ready made and you knew what calories were in yes. them, exactly what was in them, this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the whole menu was all broken down into your calories, fats, carbohydrates, proteins. Um, and then we did meal prep so people could order a whole week's of meal meals and also um, in the towards the end we were at, we actually had a freezer with the frozen meal range as well. Right. So yeah, it was it was a very enjoyable. Yeah. I had a chat with Tahir when you came to the studio the first time a few days ago and he said that I think that he was saying he put 90% of his effort into 80 20. <laughs> um, or, or you did as a, you know, yes. a, a unit, as a yeah. couple. And 10% into other businesses. And there came a point where you just decided it was not worth the effort that was involved. Yeah, it was hard work. It was uh, very, very much, um, very. it was very time consuming. So, yeah. I mean, most of my, well, most of my week was uh, spent at the restaurant. And then when I was at home, I was doing all the paperwork and the rotors. And so it, it was yeah. a 24-hour <laughs> job. Yeah. So you moved away from 80-20, you sold yes. the business and decided yes. that it wasn't worth the investment of your time. Yeah, I mean, it was, um, yeah, it was something, I think, that I was really glad I'd done. But then it was time to move on. So 2019-2020, you decided you're going to, you went to Vegas, first of all, didn't you? Yes. So tell us about that. Yeah, it was um, um, an ingredient expo in Vegas where there was hundreds of companies who deal with vitamins, minerals, plant extracts, uh, and lots of companies who actually do a lot of research into plant extracts and have uh, different brands of um, extracts where they've actually extracted the active compounds from the plants and um, 
done lots of research with them as well. So yeah, at the expo, there were lots of companies who extract uh, the active ingredients from the plants and um, do lots of clinical studies with them as well. And this is where the, the light bulb comes on and your idea for Formulate Health came from. So maybe, maybe tell us, what is Formulate Health? Well, I've always been interested in using plants and spices for health benefits and this is something I've sort of grown up with as well you know so I've grown up using turmeric, um, cumin, garlic, ginger, lots of food ingredients and plant ingredients for different health benefits so the Formulate Health is based on natural plant extracts and uh, what I've done is actually put together different herbs, different plant extracts that have different health benefits. And you've got a, a range of supplements, haven't you now? Yes, yeah. yeah. Maybe start, before we go any further with this, yeah. for people at home and they, they may not know, what is or are Ayurvedic remedies and supplements or what is Ayurveda? Tell us about it. Well, Ayurveda is a traditional Indian medicine system. So Ayurveda means life knowledge. Aya means life and Veda is knowledge. So it's basically uh, Indian life science. Yeah. So it's a traditional medicine system which has been used for over 5,000 years in India and... It's a way of life in lots of places in India still. They um, rely on Ayurveda rather than sort of traditional, you know, normal sort of mainstream medicine. Yeah. Ayurveda is still used as um, the, medis the medicine system. I didn't really know anything about Ayurveda. And then I did, I did transcendental meditation and then I also became quite a big fan of Sadhguru at one point as well. And so I started to learn a little bit about Ayurveda. And it predates, you know, it goes back thousands of years before Buddhism, anything, you yeah. know. And it is, it's a full system. It's it's not just what you put in your body. It's, it's, it's everything else as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's know? a way of life. Yeah, yeah. So what happens next, Mina? You then, you produce these supplements, your research, you go away and you come yeah. back, bam, with seven new supplements. So do you want to talk us through them? Yeah. So it's ingredients that I've actually used and come across every day. So um, I have a turmeric extract. Yeah. So the turmeric root is dried and ground into a powder. And this uh, powder is used in cooking yeah. um, as, as a spice. So the actual active ingredient in turmeric is curcumin, and that has the health benefits. It is a natural anti-inflammatory, and it's a natural antioxidant. So the curcumin in the turmeric, it's not very well absorbed into the body. It needs either black pepper, milk, or oil to help your body absorb the curcumin into into the bloodstream. So I mix the curcumin with biopurine, which is the black pepper, the extract in black pepper that has the health benefits. So it's the biopurine in the black pepper which activates the curcumin. It sounds complicated. But that helps your body absorb the curcumin into the bloodstream. Maybe just talk us through some of the one or two of those supplements over there, Mina, and tell us what they are and what they do. Okay, so I talked on the, about the curcumin, the turmeric. Uh, so that's the that one. Okay. Uh, that has a ninety-five percent extract of the actual curcumin from the turmeric, and that's mixed with black pepper extract and it's got some vitamin c in it as well so it's a really good antioxidant 
and in natural anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Um, I read somewhere that inflammation is the cause of 85 or 90% of the body's ailments. And if you can reduce inflammation, it stops things progressing and developing within That's the body. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Next yeah. one. So the curcumin, again, I mixed some of the curcumin with another ingredient called boswellia. Now, boswellia is a resin and from a tree, and it's actually Indian frankincense. Right. So it it actually looks like uh, little crystals, like frankincense um, yeah. resin, and that is mixed. That also has an anti-inflammatory action in the body, and both of these ingredients combined is great for reducing inflammation and helping joint pain. So I've had a lot of good feedback on that one. Yeah, and that's um, called Boswell. Boswell, yes. Boswell. Yeah. That's because also the name of a guy in the film, Charlie's Angels. He's I know. called Boswell. Do <laughs> you know that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Hopefully he doesn't mind, doesn't mind me this using his name. Jim, this one's James Bond. Yes. <laughs> this one's I Idris Elba. I should have, I should have gone, gone along with that. <laughs> but anyway, another interesting Indian shrub, evergreen shrub, is called ashwagandha. Now, this is an in, this is an Indian shrub that grows mainly in India, but also in parts of Africa as well. And it's been used for centuries as a tonic in India. Uh, so the roots are dried and ground up and made into a tonic. And it's used to help relieve stress. Yeah. And ashwagandha is actually quite popular with bodybuilders uh, because it reduces uh, cortisol and stress levels. I was going to say reduces roid rage. <laughs> yeah, roid rage as well. But yeah, ashwagandha is um, an interesting one. And I've combined that with magnesium because of the effects that it has on um, stress reduction. Mm. Magnesium also helps stress reduction as well yeah. and helps you sleep. So it's a good one just to sort of take every day for sort of lowering your cortisol levels yeah. i take magnesium every single night anyway i've done yeah. for years now and it's they call it the relaxation yes. mineral yeah. yeah well that combined with ashwagandha it's brilliant for just helping you sleep yeah so yeah well, I, I take all these supplements yeah, as well. I, I don't sleep well and i I, yeah. I think that you should leave those behind today. I will be doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then i can give you some feedback yeah, and definitely yeah so yeah the ashwagandha is great for helping you sleep and just reducing stress. Yeah. And then you were going to do one more, weren't you, Nina? Or yeah, well... Two more, sorry, weren't you? Well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about the immunium. My mother um, brought back some dried herbs that she gave me because um, I had a bit of a temperature and I wasn't feeling well. My mother sent me this um, dried herb in the post and told me to soak it in water overnight and then drink it the next day. And it was disgusting. It was so bitter. But it helped. It reduced my temperature. This is for sort of if you've got flu, this yeah, kind of Yeah, just, just for flu. It's, it's used in India for um, temperature, for coughs and colds. Um, it's just for your immune system. It just yeah. helps your immune system. And so I googled what this um, herb was because she told me the name, the Indian name for it. Yeah. Um, and what was it? Kariatu, <laughs> which is a really strange name. But I, yeah. I put that into Google um, as an Indian herb remedy and it came up with Andrographis. Right. Which I researched and found a company who actually extract the Andrographis from the plant and have a branded form which they have done hundreds of clinical studies on and found that it actually reduces inflammation and also is used for colds and flu symptoms so yeah so that's why it helped me and which is why I um, found the extract and made a supplement out of it. Go on, keep going, Mina, then. Keep yeah. going. So one more, the last yes. one I'll talk yeah. about is AMLO. Uh, AMLO is used for blood sugar. It's made from a natural AMLA extract. AMLA's, AMLA is an Indian gooseberry, and they are in seasons in the summer. So it stops your blood sugar from spiking, Mina? 
Yes, so the amla berries and the extract from the kino tree, both ingredients, stop your blood sugar from spiking. What's next for Mina then? What's what's next? What's on the horizon? I am bringing out some more supplements as well, so I'm just going to keep going. Um, I'm bringing we're going out... to need a bigger table, no, aren't we? No, <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's um, something for your, your brain health and cognition coming soon. Right, I, a, I need that. It's a herb called bacopa. And it, again, it's an Ayurvedic herb, which helps your focus and memory. You're not giving away your trade secrets here, <laughs> are you, before no. you brought the supplement out? No. no, it's fine. And there's also a prebiotic and a probiotic coming out as well, which will help your gut health. Where are these going to be on sale, Mina? If somebody wants to buy your supplements now, your Ayurvedic supplements, where, where do they go? So I have a website called Formulate Health and I have lots of information on the website as well about the ingredients, how they work in the body. I also have a section on health needs so you can have a a read about how your immune system works, about diabetes, your heart health, about antioxidants. So what I've done is just try to explain things in easy to understand language. For me. For everyone. (laughs) Uh, so, yeah, so you can find out about how these ingredients work in your body and also about different health needs. What's your website called, Mina? It's called formulatehealth.com. Okay. Is this, it's all up and running now, the website? It is, yes. Okay. You also have, you're on social media, different platforms. Maybe tell us what they are. Yeah, so we're on Facebook and Instagram. And is it Formulate Health again? Formulate Health, yes. Okay. Very good. Would you say that the current circumstances, obviously, with everything that's going on at the minute in the world, that it's had an effect on you or that it's it's actually been a plus because you're online, so people, it's not going to affect your, people can still order, you know, and buy the things. Yeah. And maybe with everything that's going on, you know, more people are starting to look after their health a little bit and certainly look at things to boost their immune system, you know. Yes, and I've had quite a few questions and um, inquiries through the website as well about which supplements to take but I think it's it's a, a holistic thing you've got to look after your health through good diet exercise Bingo. and you I, know supplements is just something to as it says in you know in, in the word supplement your health so I think predominantly I'd advise a very good diet and looking after your health yeah I've talked about this on a number of shows. It's maintenance, maintenance, yes. maintenance every time. You don't want to end up at the doctor's. No. Look after yourself, you know, yeah. rather than wait till it's too late and then you're, yeah. you're at the doctor's and you end up on medication and things. Maintenance, exercise, yeah. diet, good yeah. mental health, the environment, the company you keep, the people yeah. you spend your time with, and supplements, vitamins, things like this as well. Look after yourself, yeah. Yeah. If somebody, Mina, wanted to get in touch with you because, you know, of your experience with cooking as well, and get maybe hold of some of your recipes, things like this, can they get those? Yes, well, this is something I want to add to the website as well. Because of my experience with the restaurant, I also want to add recipes on the website as well. So that's something I'm working on as well, to have some healthy recipes that I used at the restaurant on the website. And I suppose these recipes as well include some of the ingredients you know the oils and things that you use yes i i mean at home i use cold pressed rapeseed oil i use the himalayan pink salt i use a lot of these um herbs and spices in my cooking so that's something i want to add very soon to the re- to the okay. website i think you should invite me for tea yeah, falafels. <laughs> yeah, well, at <laughs> some point. Wrap. I was yeah. thinking of making one today, but I thought it'd be a bit weird. Why? It's like bringing your teacher lunch or <laughs> something. <laughs> so <laughs> I would have been it. over the moon if you brought falafels with you. I'll, I'll, oh. I'll bring them next time. <laughs> next time, yeah, yeah. Mina Khan. Yes. My wonderful friend thank you so much for coming on the show it's so nice to see you it was lovely to see to hear the other day as well you're wherever you go you bring your sunshine with you you've always got a lovely smile you've a lovely energy and i love what you're doing and it's helping people and educating people so you're amazing thank you and thanks for giving me this opportunity for talking about my life and my spices and folks (laughs) 
watch the outtakes after this because there's going to be quite a few. We're going to have 10 minutes of outtakes. No, don't be sorry. It's great. Nothing. One of the best things in the world is laughing. Yes. You know? Yeah, I didn't realise how much I'd laugh over dot com. (laughs) (laughs) There we go, yeah. Mina, thanks. Really, really glad you came in. Thank you. Okay, folks, I'm going to leave you with a quote from a book from Pills to Peace, written by myself, this one, Midnight McBride. And it's simply this. Once understood, freedom is an unstoppable force because it is born of the mind. Being truly free is a state of mind. And despite current circumstances and things that are going on in the world, keep a clear mind, spend as much time as you can outside, in nature, connect, turn the TV off and you'll start to feel a lot better. That's one of the many things I do to maintain my mental health, which include meditation, yoga, good diet and being around people I love. This has been the Midnight McBride Show, show number 66. You can listen to this podcast twice a week now. It comes out every Monday and every Thursday on YouTube. Three days later, it goes live as an audio podcast and it's on numerous platforms, including Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, Google and many others. You can listen to the radio show every Monday night at 11pm on Salford City Radio. It's the Mind, Body and Spirit show, midnight till midnight on 94.4 FM. You can catch me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can go to the website midnightmcbride.com. You can also buy the first book, From Pills to Peace, on Amazon, in paperback and Kindle form, and a lot of other places. And you can get the audiobook on iTunes, Audible and ACX. Thanks for watching. I'll see you next time. Shalom. Thank you.